And I mean, it's clear here and all throughout scripture of what God will do when a nation gets to a certain point. And that's what we're talking about here in verses 14 through 20. If you do not listen to me and do not do these commandments, and if you shall reject my statutes, and if your soul abhors my ordinances, I mean, that's that's all where a lot of countries around the world are starting to get to, where the soul is starting to abhor God. This is what's gonna happen. I mean, God is going to appoint terror over the people. And that's, honestly, that's kind of happening. I mean, all throughout the world, really. People are getting kind of scared. Hey, faithful listener, grab your cup of coffee and experience the Bible in a way you never have before. P40 Ministries is a podcast that goes through the Bible cover to cover. It's an awesome narrative that focuses your mind and prepares your heart for God to speak. So join your host, Jen, for a biblical podcast that's hilarious, informative, imaginative, and fun. The P40 Ministries podcast. Listen now as we go through the book of Leviticus. Hello, faithful listeners. Thanks for tuning into this episode. And happy Friday, by the way. Today's Friday. Yay! (laughs) And you know what? Sometimes I forget about holidays while I'm um, recording the podcast episode. I just totally forget because, you know, I'm just recording and not thinking about it. So I didn't wish any of the moms happy Mother's Day, I realized, and I feel bad. So to any moms listening in, happy belated Mother's Day. But for you, every single day is a Mother's Day. <laughs> and let me know what you guys did for Mother's Day, actually. So contact me at p40ministries.com contact. And from that form, you will literally send me an email right to my inbox and I will be able to see it. And I love learning about you guys. I love uh, hearing from you and talking with you as well. So thanks to everybody who do, in fact, tune in to listen to the podcast and who do, in fact, contact me from time to time. I really do enjoy hearing from you. I've been having um, a a spammer that continually uh, is on my website all the time he constantly is signing up for my emails and stuff and i think he's used like i think he's signed up now for like over the past month like 300 times so if you want to become a member on my website and i'm just throwing this out there now you have to be approved by me (laughs) in order to become a member which is really unfortunate i just feel like when one person ruins things then it just like is is crappy for everybody. Between that and uh, what my my uh, reporting of him, hopefully he will go away and not ruin things for everybody anymore. <laughs> but let's talk about Leviticus chapter 26. And we're moving on towards basically the end of Leviticus pretty much. And so I'm definitely excited to um, move into the book of Numbers and season four of the P4 Ministries podcast. And soon it's going to be the Bible Explained podcast. I had a few people contact me and they're like, we're so sad that you're changing the name of the podcast. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not super sad about it. (laughs) 
I mean, my ministry is staying the same. It's going to continue to be P40 Ministries. But for the most part, the podcast name is going to change. And there's actually another reason I'm changing the name of the podcast. But that's a secret. And I'm not going to tell everybody about that one yet. But there is one more reason as to why I am changing the name. Hint, hint, exciting things, hopefully coming over the next year. But yeah, let's talk about Leviticus 26 once again. And I'll be talking about verses 1 through 20 of the WEB version of the Bible. So feel free to grab yours out of whatever version you prefer. And also that cup of coffee. And let's go ahead and start. You shall make for yourselves no idols, and you shall not raise up a carved image or a pillar, and you shall not place any figured stone in your land to bow down to it, for I am Yahweh your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths and have reverence for my sanctuary. I am Yahweh. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then I will give you your rains in their seasons, and the land shall yield its increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Your threshing shall continue until the vintage, and the vintage shall continue until the sowing time, and you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. I will give you peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and no one will make you afraid. I will remove evil animals out of the land. Neither shall the sword go through your land. You shall chase your enemies and they shall fall before you by the sword. Five of you shall chase a hundred and a hundred of you shall chase 10,000 and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. I will have respect for you, make you fruitful, multiply you and will establish my covenant with you. You shall eat old supplies long kept and you shall move out the old because of the new. I will set my tent among you and my soul won't abhor you. I will walk among you and will be your God and you will be my people. I am Yahweh your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt that you should not be their slaves. I have broken the bars of your yoke and made you walk upright. But if you will not listen to me and will not do all these commandments, and if you shall reject my statutes and if your soul abhors my ordinances so that you will not do all my commandments, but break my covenant, I also will do this to you. I will appoint terror over you, even consumption and fever that shall consume the eyes and make the soul to pine away. You will sow your seed in vain for your enemies will eat it. I will set my face against you and you will be struck before your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you and you will flee when no one pursues you. If you in spite of these things will not listen to me, then I will chastise you seven times more for your sins. I will break the pride of your power and I will make your sky like iron and your soil like bronze. Your strength will be spent in vain for your land won't yield its increase. Neither will the trees of the land yield their fruit. So it's verses like this where uh, people are like, God is so mean. (laughs) And like, I think it's interesting that nobody sees the first part of this and like God's complete mercy because he really is merciful. If you read the book of Judges, which is actually one of my favorite books of the Bible, and uh, people are always like, how can Judges be your favorite book of the Bible? But it really is because it's so fascinating how often the people like fall away from God and then God rescues them and then the people fall away again and then God rescues them all over again. You know, it's just really interesting. It's like God doing everything here in Leviticus 26, like all the stuff we just read about and like doing it and putting it into play. And so, you know, when we read this, 
And we're just like, oh, God is mean. You know, if they disobey him once, he's going to do this. Well, no, it doesn't say that. It says that if the people start to abhor, abhor, that is a really crazy strong word, which means to like hate with all of your existence, I believe, something like that. Like abhor is really bad. It says that if your soul abhors my ordinances so that you will not do my commandments, but break my covenants, then I will also do this to you. So that's not just one little thing being broken. I mean, God's pretty uh, merciful, actually, when people break one commandment because he gave them the law to let them know what to do if they do break a specific commandment. He's not saying that, oh, you know, if, if my people go ahead and just do this one little thing, I'm going to like hate them and and not bless them anymore. No, this is a strong indication that if the people just continually throughout their generation start to break the laws that God gives them to the point where they hate God and hate his laws, then these things are going to start to happen because this is the way that God is going to discipline his kids basically and get them back on track and so it's just interesting that uh, people like to take this and run with it about how mean God is but you look at the book of Judges and you see God doing it but yet he's always rescuing his people the second they start turning back to him and being like yeah God sorry we really did worship that one idol but you know we don't like that idol anymore because they weren't able to save us so can you save us and then God was like yeah I can save you and then the people would do it all over again and it was just a pattern and then at one point God God's just like, I'm getting sick and tired of even hearing you complain. He's like, I'm going to save you just so I don't have to hear you complain anymore. (laughs) I love that verse. It's so funny. Oh, that's so funny to me when God's just like, I'm rescuing you just so I don't have to hear you complain. (laughs) It's just, uh, it's just funny. But okay. So anyway, the first part of Leviticus 26 is talking about how much God loves his people. He's going to live there with them. He's going to dwell there with them. He's going to place his tent there with them. I love that. He's going to place his tent and live in the middle of their land is what it says. If his people continue to uphold the covenant and blessings upon blessings upon blessings are going to start happening for these people that love God and uh, love his covenant and love him. So there's definitely a lot I could say about this. And I think the first thing I'm going to say is that I don't believe this is the prosperity gospel in the Bible, though. Yes, God is going to bless people who who love him. And if you're really thinking about it, it doesn't always mean here and now on earth. Like even Abraham, God was like, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless your descendants. But Abraham still went through his fair share of trials. He still went through his nephew being kidnapped. And he's I mean, Abraham went through his his fair share of, uh, of issues, and yet God did, in fact, bless Abraham. So it doesn't mean that th- these people, even if they follow God's commandments, are going to be free from troubles because, you know, sin is around and free will happens and, and death still happens and all that terrible stuff that happened from the beginning of the garden. So, no, I don't I personally don't believe that this is talking about really the prosperity gospel that uh, preachers nowadays really like to talk about. The prosperity gospel is really, if you follow God and you, you know, do this set of rules, God is going to bless you immeasurably and nothing but blessings are going to be heaped on you. And I am not a fan of the prosperity gospel because it's more of like, God, what can you do for me? Because God's already done a lot for us. I mean, let's be honest, like he gave us Jesus He gave us his only son 
And that's how he showed his love for us was by doing that. And yes, I'm not saying that God is not going to bless us if we do follow him. I do think that there is an amount of blessing that God gives uh, his people. He gives them joy. He gives them the different fruits of the spirits. And sometimes he might bless them monetarily, sometimes. But I don't believe that uh, we can do that. That is just God's graciousness being poured out on us. It's not if, oh, if we do this, if we follow these rules, then we get this. That's not how it works. It's more of, oh, well, we follow God. And because of God's immeasurable grace, he gives us these things and we are supposed to take care of them and they never belong to us. That's another thing that we talked about last week on the podcast was that it is not ours. It belongs to God and we're supposed to be uh, good stewards of it. That's where that word comes from. Good stewards of the stuff God gives us. But God's grace is so great that when his people do follow him, he does in fact love them and he gives them good gifts. I mean, even Jesus is like God, the father does give his children great gifts. I mean, we as parents, I mean, I'm not a parent, but mothers and fathers love to give their kids gifts. What parent doesn't, especially if their kid is, is being good. I mean, like my, my niece, when she's good, a lot of times my sister will give her candy or give her something just because she's a good girl. And I mean, I think it's the same thing if you think about it that way with the father and us when we're good and, and we try to do things that please him and we're coming from a heart of just wanting to love God and wanting to please him, he's going to give us good gifts because he loves us. And he's he's going to give what's good for us. So whatever that is. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't believe this is a prosperity gospel or teaching the prosperity gospel, just more showing the grace of God and how much he loves his people and how if they continue to follow his covenant, God is going to extend more and more grace and give his people wonderful gifts of, you know, not being afraid in their own land of, of people coming and, um, and, you know, uh, killing them and stuff. And he's also saying he's going to remove evil animals out of the land. So anything that comes to like, try to, you know, eat the crops or kill the people or do anything like that, he's going to remove those animals out of the land and he's not going to do that. So his people are going to be blessed in the sense of they're not going to be afraid because God is on their side when they continue to um, uphold the covenant with God. So I do think that this can apply nowadays to us and this can apply to countries around the world nowadays i mean god it's very clear that god draws close to those who draw close to god i don't believe that that means that god's not like close already i do think that he is close but he wants us to initiate that relationship with him in fact god rarely forces himself on us more often than not he wants us to come to him through free choice i mean there's only like um a couple instances i can think of where god kind of forced himself on the person (laughs) And like Paul is one of them, you know, like God like shined in the the sky and he's like, Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? And so at that point, you know, Paul started becoming a Jesus follower rather than a persecutor of the Christians. And I, I wouldn't even say God forced himself on Paul. But yeah, I mean, my point is God wants us to come to him and he wants us to initiate that relationship with him. And uh, he does rescue people and protect people and countries and nations that do, in fact, worship him. And we see that countries start to get worse 
and less protected, the farther away from God they get. I mean, let's just be honest, that's history. And we see it with the Israelite nation. We see it, honestly, with America, with some of the countries in Europe as well, that the further from God people get, the worse off they become. And so that being said, we move down to what happens if the Israelite nation chooses not to follow God and starts to hate his commands, starts to hate them. That's a really sad statement. And unfortunately, so true nowadays. Like I was kind of distraught the other day because unfortunately, to my own detriment, I went on Reddit and I don't know if you guys have ever been on Reddit, but I sadly went on Reddit and just as like a social experiment for myself, I typed in the word Christian on Reddit and there was nobody, nothing, nothing good people could say about Christians. And so these these people are starting to hate Christianity and are starting to hate the things of God, which is so, so sad. It's so sad. And we got to be praying, not getting mad at people who who hate Christians, but praying for them because we need people to come to salvation in Christ. And I mean, their souls are the most important things. So we can't hate them or argue with them or try to get back with them because that's only firstly going to make Christians look so much worse if we argue with them on like Reddit or Facebook or anywhere else. Just in my opinion, and I'm, I'm really not trying to be preachy when I say this, just please don't do it. I used to do it and it never worked out. Like I'm saying this honestly from experience. I used to be one of those people that really liked arguing with people on like Facebook and Instagram. And I don't know if I told you guys um, back in the day, I, I got rid of my Facebook and Instagram for a while and I had to because I was so mentally unstable <laughs> when I would get on Facebook and Instagram because all I wanted to do was like find somebody to argue with. It became like a strange and very weird addiction that I had. And it was, oh my gosh, it was so unhealthy. I was like looking for stuff that would make me mad. Oh my gosh, even like admitting that now is just really embarrassing. But out of my own experience, I am just, I'm just telling you that when I used to argue with people regarding this or that or Christianity or anything, it never worked out. I never once changed anybody's minds that I know of. I, I doubt I ever did. I never once changed anybody's minds. I probably just made people even more angry and more hate filled towards me or towards other Christians. And so it just was not a good thing. And so when we see stuff like, you know, people getting angry at Christians for whatever reason, instead of arguing with them, we need to pray. Like, I, I just challenge you guys, honestly, to just take that name or that username that you see that is arguing about you know, Christians taking rights away or how bad Christians are and pray for that person instead of arguing with them. And I just wonder how God would use that. Even if every listener of this podcast did that, not every Christian of the world, but every listener of this podcast took some time to pray for that individual instead of uh, responding. I wonder how God would use that. That's just something I'm curious about, actually. But we do see that America in particular, because that's where I live, America is turning towards hatred of God very much a, a very strong hatred of of God and Christianity and Christian values and hatred 
of Christians themselves and churches. It breaks my heart. It really does. Like it, it truly is saddening to me because God, as merciful as he is, does have a point where he starts to punish people who begin to break his commands. And we don't want to see that. As fellow countrymen, we don't want to see that. Like, I, I mean, I know God is going to protect each individual person. And even Peter in the New Testament talks about that. He says, God knows how to rescue the upright person while at the same time punishing an evil person. And so it's not because I'm afraid of myself, like being pushed in there, like with uh, God's wrath. I mean, God is clear that his wrath is not set um, for the people who love him anywhere in scripture. So I'm not afraid of that, but I am afraid to see my country go downhill. I am afraid to see people go downhill. I am afraid to see my fellow friends and neighbors and anybody else who lives in America or even America itself become destroyed or corrupt. And I mean, it's clear here and all throughout scripture of what God will do when a nation gets to a certain point. And that's what we're talking about here in verses 14 through 20. If you do not listen to me and do not do these commandments, and if you shall reject my statutes, and if your soul abhors my ordinances, I mean, that's that's all where a lot of countries around the world are starting to get to, where the soul is starting to abhor God. This is what's going to happen. I mean, God is going to appoint terror over the people. And that's honestly, that's kind of happening. I mean, all throughout the world, really, people are getting kind of scared. He's going to appoint terror over you. But I think the worst part about this is verse 17. I will set my face against you and you will be struck before your enemies. And those who hate you will rule over you and you will flee when no one pursues you. Yeah. I mean, verse 17, I will set my face against you. Oh, imagine having God set his face against you. There's nothing you can do at that point because you are not stronger than God. That's for sure. There's nothing you can do to get away from God setting his face against you, except turning to God again. That's the only thing you can do at that point. And is this God being mean? No, I mean, God is extremely merciful. It takes God a long time to get to this point, but at a certain point, it does start to happen. It, it starts to happen because the world becomes even more corrupt. People start hurting each other even more. People start turning to other gods and worshiping demons and all sorts of terrible things start to happen. So God starts to correct his people and it doesn't look very pretty once he does that. So I guess my uh, call to action to you guys is just to pray. Honestly, just pray, pray for people, pray for your country. Like take, take some time this week to, to sit down and Pray to God and not just for those people who you think are evil, but pray for yourself as well, because there's always some sort of sin inside of us that we can correct. There's always something we're doing that we can correct and ask God to put us back on the right path. You know, I mean, humbleness is so big. We can't just like stare at everybody else and be like, oh, these people over here are so wrong. We got to look internally as well. God is so clear about that, that we have to humble ourselves before God and tell God, look, you know, I, I'm kind of crappy myself. So please, God, uh, forgive me. Thank you for Jesus. So, yeah, you know what? I never pray 
after a podcast episode. I don't think I ever have once. And actually, I'm a pretty bad prayer. I think I've told you that uh, to you guys before. I'm, I'm kind of bad at praying, but I'm going to pray after this podcast episode. I really feel that prayer is a good theme for what we talked about today. And I've kind of feel God pushing me to pray today. So I am, in fact, going to pray for everybody on the podcast and for everybody else. So that's how I'm going to end this podcast episode today. And if you liked it, go ahead and share it. But now I'm going to go ahead and pray to end this podcast episode. So Heavenly Father, you know, thanks for allowing us still in America and uh, wherever anybody is tuning in to listen to this podcast. Thanks for the, the right of religious freedom that we do, in fact, have. But God, I mean, it's... It's hard living in a world where people hate Christianity and hate you. It's so hard. And so I ask that you just turn those people's hearts towards you in in however that looks. And maybe we can do that. Maybe we can be that salt and light that you talk about that turn people's hearts towards you again so that they don't hate you or hate your commandments, but that they begin to see your love and your goodness towards them. And that they begin to see how following you is the best thing that they can possibly do with their lives. So I do pray for everybody all across the world, really. Anybody that's listening in, their countries, my country, America, please just continue to bless us, even though we're falling away. Bless the people who still love you. And please show your mercy to all of us, not just, uh, you know, the people we don't think love you, but us too. Like, we all need your mercy. We all need your forgiveness. I need your forgiveness, God. Forgive me for just my belief of thinking I'm better than other people. Forgive me for my pride, for all of that. And God, I pray that you continue to uh, bless this podcast the way you have been. And I do thank you for this opportunity you've given me. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. So yeah, that was my prayer. And uh, it was tough. It was. It's tough praying. <laughs> publicly even though I'm not really public right now like I'm literally sitting here alone in my office with my dog and uh yeah but it is going to be public so I suppose it is public but yeah all right guys well thanks for tuning into this episode and if you liked it go ahead and share it on your social media platforms but you know what else just have a wonderful rest of your weekend and until Monday happy listening and god bless (laughs) 